You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode 97. Do you ever get to the end of a week and wonder what you even accomplished? In today's time management episode, we're going to chat about why setting weekly goals is so important and how you can get started setting weekly goals and managing your time so that you can be more productive and reach those bigger goals you have in mind for your food blog. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, food bloggers. I am so excited that you are tuning in today. And what is just so crazy to me is that this is one of the very last episodes of this year that I will be recording. And it is just mind-blowing to see how fast this year has gone by. But one thing that I have really noticed and that I have really had to prioritize is really managing my time. And something that I have noticed as my business has grown, as my work has gotten busier and my life has gotten busier is that if I do not take control of my time and I do not make a plan for it, then I will have weeks and weeks that go by without me really feeling like I am making progress on the bigger goals for my business. Now, these are not things like tasks that I have to get done, but it's really those overarching goals and the things that I want to do with my business long term that just never seem to get done when I do not have control of my time. Now, if you are brand new to the podcast, I would love to just say welcome, and I'm so glad that you're here and checking out this episode. Now, typically, the Vine podcast is all about strategy and design specifically for food bloggers, but this topic of time management came up in an Ask Me Anything episode that I did a few months ago. This has also been something I have really, really prioritized this last year and especially in this last quarter of the year. And so time management is something that I really wanted to cover on the podcast from a broad level because I really want this podcast to still be focused on strategy and design. But at the end of the day, the clients that we serve are really in this place in their business that they really have to start running their blog more like the CEO of a business and less like just a food blogger. And time management is one of those things that becomes so important the more you have higher level decisions and projects that you need to work on in your business. And so I really wanted to cover this topic. However, if this is something that you are really loving this series and this is really speaking to you and helpful to you, I would love for you to head over to Instagram and let me know over there because I have a couple of more ideas within this series that I would love to cover. But if this is not something that's been super helpful for you guys, then I won't cover it. And so if this has been helpful to you and if you would like to hear future episodes on this topic of time management, then please go over to Instagram at Grace and Vine and let me know. But like I said, if you are a brand new listener, thank you for checking out this podcast and I hope that you enjoy it. If you do, I would love for you to share it with a friend, whether again, this is your very first episode or if you're a return listener, specifically around this topic, it would be really helpful to know what you guys think. So go over to Instagram and connect with me there and let me know. And of course, regardless of the topic of the episode, you can always share this with a friend and share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so that I can reshare it. 
Before we jump into this topic for today, I just want to reintroduce myself. I am your host, Madison Weatherill, and I am the founder and CEO of Grace and Vine Studios. We specialize in building custom websites and brands for food bloggers who are looking to take their business to that next level. And our clients are often looking for that next step to continue making an impact through their food blog. They're looking to do things like diversify their income streams or create higher level strategic partnerships, really creating that household name for their brand. Now, going forward into next year, we are going to be working with our clients in two main ways. The first is our branding VIP intensive, and the second is our custom website design package. So if you are ready to finally have clarity on your brand messaging, who your audience is, and how you can reach them, the Branding VIP Intensive is going to give you all of that, plus the visual side of your branding identity, like your logo design, typography, and color palette. And the best part about this package is that we're going to turn it around in a three-day period, and we're so excited about being able to offer this to our future clients. It's really going to be a way for us to get laser-focused on your brand for three days and really be able to give you that platform to just jump off of into the new year. And then our second package, which is more of our signature package, is our website design package. Now, this is going to be full branding, so everything that I just described for your branding, website design, and development of a custom theme for you. And so if you are interested in finding out about either of these packages, you can always go over to graceandvinestudios.com and click on the services tab to hear more about those two packages and figure out which one would be the best for you. Okay, so let's dive into this topic today of time management and specifically around this idea of setting weekly goals. Now, I kind of alluded to this as I was introducing this episode, but first we're going to really just dive into the idea of why you should be setting weekly goals. Now, my guess is if you are listening to this episode, you probably have struggled with goal setting at some degree in the past. If you are somebody who religiously sets goals every single week or who religiously just feels like you have the best time management skills in the world, my guess is you probably are not listening to this episode. But the rest of us, the other 99% of us, have struggled with time management and setting goals in some capacity. I know for me in the past, really before I joined a coaching program that I have been in for almost 18 months now, I really struggled with getting clear on the bigger vision for my business and really looking ahead at where I wanted to go with my business. So what I mean by that is not just looking at the day-to-day or week-to-week task list that I have to get through, but really being able to look at the bigger projects that do not fit within a specific task. So an easy way to really think about this is tasks are something that you can check off a box and it's completed within a one sitting period. But projects and goals are something that might take weeks or months or even years to accomplish depending on how large that goal is. And so we're talking about goals. We're talking about things that are not just I had to sit down and write a blog post, but it's something like I am going to work on a cookbook or I'm going to work on a digital product or something bigger than a one sitting down and taking 30 minutes to an hour to complete something. And so the first reason that you should be setting weekly goals is to make sure that you are looking at the bigger picture of your business and that you are making progress on those things that you want to do with your business. This is really going to help you prioritize those CEO level projects because when you are thinking about a goal, most of the time you're not going to be picking something that is one of those one-time sitting down type of tasks. It's going to be one of those larger items and it's really going to be those higher level tasks that a CEO would be thinking about, not just those lower level admin type of tasks that you might have to just do every once in a while, but they aren't really moving the needle forward and putting you into a new level of your business. 
And the final reason that you should be setting weekly goals is that doing this weekly is going to help you create a habit around goal setting. I mentioned earlier that I had really struggled with goal setting in my business for a really long time until I was in this coaching program. And what I noticed about this program is we were on a rhythm and a routine of creating goals in our business. And that rhythm and routine really helped me to just do it. Sometimes I got so wrapped up in needing a system, needing the perfect outline for goal setting and all of these types of things that really didn't matter. But what I needed to do was just do it and set a goal because sometimes you just need to practice it and then you'll get better at it over time. You'll start to realize what types of goals are realistic and achievable, what types of goals are actually going to move the needle forward for your business. So if you are somebody who has struggled with goal setting in the past, just starting with a weekly goal setting of just even one goal is really going to help you to get into that habit and start to make progress. Now let's talk about how you can actually go about setting weekly goals. So the very first part of setting weekly goals is just creating the habit. It is creating some sort of system around setting weekly goals. So I use the word system and I don't want it to scare you off if that sounds like it's really big. I know for me in the past, the idea of creating a system feels daunting. But what I want you to think about is what can you anchor this event of setting weekly goals around in your life that you have right now? So for example, for me, on Sunday afternoons, after we go to church and we have some, you know, lunch as a family and we're really just settling into some rest time in the afternoon, I take that time to plan out my week and that is when I'm setting my weekly goals. So for me, I set three priorities every week that I need to achieve in my business. Now, sometimes my priorities are not necessarily a goal, but they are something that is really high priority for the week. And often it does tie into a monthly or quarterly goal that I have set for myself, which I will probably talk about in another episode if that is something you guys are interested in. But just think about where could you add in this habit around something that you already do. If you are somebody who already fills out your planner for the week or reviews your task for the week, then setting your weekly goals in that same time setting is going to be really useful for you. If you do not have anything that you already have a system around, then pick a day, whether that is a Friday afternoon or a Monday morning, whatever works for you to just make that your time that you're going to sit down and think about your weekly goals. This is not going to look perfect right away and that is totally okay. What we're really trying to do here is just do it. It is just to get it done and to start making that habit and you will learn what works for you over time. Something else that can be really powerful when you are trying to create a habit or a system is to give yourself some sort of reward. Now for me, when I was trying to build this habit of planning my week and really setting myself up for success for the week, I decided that every week that I accomplished this task of setting myself up for success and planning my week that I would go and buy flowers from Trader Joe's. And I only had to do that three or four times for it to really sink in and become a habit. But for you, it could be anything. It could be a indulging in a piece of dark chocolate. It could be a glass of wine. It could be allowing yourself to take the afternoon off or go for a walk around the block. Anything that is fun and enjoyable for you, but also motivating is a great reward for you to have. Not everybody needs a reward like this, but I know for me, it was really motivating to know that whenever I did this, I would be able to go to the store and buy flowers, which is not something that I do regularly. And it would be a treat for myself and something that I could look at throughout the week. I could look at those flowers and be able to know that I accomplished my goal of planning my week. 
So the second part of setting weekly goals is to choose realistic goals. Now, because we're looking at a week of time, we are not going to be setting goals that are going to take us a month or a quarter to achieve. This is where it will really come in handy later on to be planning on a monthly or quarterly level, but I really wanted to start small with just weekly goals and... So that's why I'm starting with this episode and not monthly or quarterly goals, but you want to be realistic about the time that you have for the week. So for example, if you know that you can carve out two to three hours to work on a bigger level project each week, then you're going to create a goal that fits within that time frame. And again, you will get better at this over time. So if at first you create really small goals or really large goals, you'll eventually adjust to being able to create the perfect size around the time that you have. But the point here is that you're not going to say you're going to write an entire cookbook in a week unless you really have that much time to work on something. But it's going to be a smaller bite-sized piece of a larger goal that you just want to make a little bit of progress around. Or maybe you really want to batch out a month's worth of content in a week, something like that that is going to be manageable within one week of time and not something that's going to take way longer than that. The next part about setting your weekly goals is to make sure that you're choosing goals that are bringing you closer to those bigger goals that you have for your business. So again, for example, you're not going to say that your weekly goal is to produce one piece of content. Unless you are really struggling with getting content done and it's something that you've been procrastinating and you just need to get it done, then maybe that is your weekly goal. But more often than not, it's going to be something that is bringing you closer to a bigger goal. So maybe you need to work on writing a job description for someone that you want to hire. Maybe you need to write the introduction to a cookbook that you want to produce. Maybe you need to decide what digital product you want to create. Maybe you need to research different service providers if you are looking at hiring someone to do work for you. Maybe you want to compile a list of the people that you're going to reach out to. It is going to be one piece of a larger goal that you have And even if you haven't done monthly or quarterly goals, you can still do this by just thinking about what is the bigger thing that I want to do with my business that I have been putting off or that I haven't been prioritizing time for. And then you can use that time to do something that is going to help push you towards that goal. But it really takes getting clear on what that is. And again, in the beginning, if you want to just set a weekly goal of something that you know is super achievable just to start to get your body in the momentum of doing this and following your goals, that's totally fine. But as you get more into it and as this becomes more of a habit for you, I would definitely recommend that these goals are something that bring you closer to those bigger goals and are not things that you already do. For example, if you already produce three pieces of content every week, then don't make that your weekly goal. Or if you already post on Instagram a certain amount of times, don't make that your weekly goal. But if you have been really wanting to diversify your content Content and you want to be producing content for TikTok, then maybe you decide that you're going to produce three TikTok videos during the week. And that is a great weekly goal if it's something that you're not regularly doing already. And the final step in creating these weekly goals for yourself is that you always want to break the goal down into smaller pieces. So I've mentioned a few times you do not want this goal to be something that is a one task, check the box type of task. However, you do want to make sure that whatever your goal is for the week, you break it down into those smaller tasks so that you can make sure you get it done and make progress. Because if you have something that is really big as a goal, even if it's something that is very manageable in the time that you have, if you don't break it down, it's going to be really overwhelming to get it done. If you do not break it down, you want to make sure that you're setting aside a three to four hour time period so that you're able to really go all in on that project during that time. But more often than not, you're going to have to start with at least figuring out what all of the steps are around this project. 
So if you can do that when you are setting your weekly goals in the first place, that is going to be really helpful for you to make sure that you get through the entire goal and entire project in the week that you decided you wanted to do it in. All right, my friends, so to recap this episode, we talked about why you should set weekly goals, which is essentially so that you have time set aside to look at the bigger picture of your business and to create higher level projects for yourself to work on to move you forward to those bigger goals you have for your business. And then practically speaking, how you're going to set these weekly goals is to build a habit around it, just get it done and create that consistency of just doing it. You're going to choose realistic goals that can actually be achieved in a week's time. And then you're going to choose goals that bring you closer to those bigger overarching goals that you have for your business. And finally, you're going to break those goals down into smaller pieces so that you know exactly what to work on when you are working on that during the week. Now, I hope that you guys have loved this episode. It was really fun to dive into this because it's something that I've been doing pretty consistently for a while now. If you haven't caught the rest of the time management series, you can go back to episode 85 where I talked about how you can save time with time tracking and then episode 92, which is all about creating your ideal week and really creating buckets of time for you to do certain tasks every week. And then the two episodes that I wanted to mention that I have an idea to do in the new year is to talk about how to set daily priorities. So every day I set three priorities of things that I must get done and the rest of the things can carry over to the next day but I kind of have an idea of the must do's every day and then the other topic is setting monthly or quarterly goals just depending on which way I want to go with it but really looking at things from a higher level and then breaking those down into your weekly goals So if you are interested in those episodes or other time management topics, I would love for you to go over to Grace and Vine and connect with me there and let me know. Like I said, I know this is a little bit out of our normal wheelhouse of strategy and design, but I do think it's so important to empower you guys to be able to think like a CEO. And I think time management is a huge part of that. And it certainly has been for me over the last couple of years as I've really had to step more into that CEO role of my business. So if you want to hear more topics like this series of time management, then please go let me know over on Instagram at Grace and Vine. Or you can always let me know over on our email address as well if that's easier for you. But Instagram is just a really fun place for us to connect. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I cannot wait to share the last couple episodes of this year. And then we have some amazing episodes already planned for January. I'm hoping to get ahead on all of the January content before the end of the year because our whole team takes the last two weeks of the year off to really rest and rejuvenate. And so I love to get ahead on the next month's content for that reason. So I can't wait to share those episodes with you guys and I would love to hear what you thought about this episode and until next week, friends, talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.